0: Welcome to the Social Lights podcast with Kate Vandervoort, where I interview changemakers and innovators on how they connect with their tribe on social media, brought to you by Social Mediology. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Social Lights podcast. We are in season three, and this is episode seven. I am here today with Ben and Emma, who are from the City of Marion Libraries in South Australia and hosts of the Kids STEM show, Bricks and Bytes. Bricks and Bites was created in response to COVID restrictions to continue providing kids and parents a way to discover more about STEM, be creative with Lego challenges and find fun educational apps. So welcome Ben and Emma, it is great to have you here.
1: Oh right, thanks, it's uh, really good to be here.
0: Yeah, it's great. <laughs> You know, I was really interested, I saw one of your videos on LinkedIn and I was really interested in what you were doing and thought it was so creative. As a mom of, you know, kids who were home during COVID, um, I was desperately looking for resources and obviously we got a lot from the school, but desperately looking for other resources to keep them occupied and, and interested in day-to-day happenings. So I'm really excited to explore this with you. But let's start off, if I can ask each of you, um, what is it that lights you up? What inspires you to get out of bed in the morning?
1: What inspires me to get out of bed in the morning? I've got a three-year-old, so she's probably what gets me out of the bed uh, in most mornings. But um, look, uh, honestly, it's really good to be able to work for libraries and we do some really great stuff in the community. And uh, I think, you know, working in a role where we can give back to the community is uh, yeah, really rewarding and inspiring.
2: Yeah. Well, I've not got a three-year-old, but I've got a dog who loves to go for a walk in the morning. So uh, other than that, yeah, it's great to work in a place where you can give back to people and provide something that often encourages them and supports them. And, yeah, it's a really rewarding job to be in.
0: So tell us a little bit, what prompted you to start Bricks and Bites? How did that come about?
1: Yeah, right. So, um, you know, when – the COVID restrictions hit. We had to close down our library and um, our team. We run. We would normally run a lot of programs for kids anyway. So we have like a junior builders group where the kids come and build stuff out of Lego. We've got code clubs. We've got bookbusters. We do all sorts of things for kids normally as part of our library service. But you know, obviously, when things closed, we couldn't do that. So we really wanted to think about you know what could we offer people. And I think you know, someone with kids myself as well. Um, Understanding that, you know, all of a sudden there's going to be all these kids at home. There are going to be parents who need a little bit of support, having kids home that much. Um, So we thought, you know, let's just keep an eye on what's happening out there. What are people saying? What are people looking for? What are the challenges? Um, Not just for the parents, but also uh, looking at um, the people who we normally get in to run some of our kids' programs. So the people who would do, you know, presentations for kids that we would normally pay to come into a library, Um, just looking at what they were doing too to to uh, adjust their their own business model. And then we thought, you know, as a library, what is our role in this whole space and how can we make some connections here? So Bricks and Bites really came out of, you know, looking at what the parents are looking for and what some of the um, challenges that they were having with homeschooling, looking at what the businesses were doing and how we could support them and also looking at some, some stuff that we love to do and share as well. So that's you know in a nutshell that was really it how can we be that glue and offer something that was fun and interesting and engaging for kids to to watch
0: can you talk to me a bit about that conversation you're all at home you can't go to work you know who do you call how do you get this happening and was there you know was there acceptance for that that was really readily available or did you have some convincing to do
1: um, I think, you know, internally for, for our organisation, I think straight up, we we really value innovation and really value trying new things. And so quite quickly, we just looked at what we had. So we had a whole bunch of iPads and things like that. And it's like, how can we use these devices and what software do we need to, to create something fresh? Um, and so the buy-in in terms of internal... Um, as part of the council and part of the libraries, everyone was really positive for trying something new for this space. Um, For the families, uh, we were engaging with them quite early on. We're saying, you know, we're thinking about doing this show. Is this something that you might be interested in? And we had a lot of really positive feedback from that. And also throughout this whole, you know, seven or eight months, we've had really positive feedback from the guests that we've had on as well. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: definitely. Fantastic. I think there's often a misconception about libraries, about, you know, being a room with some books and um, I was just saying offline that as a single mum you know early on for me I used to go to the library every weekend and I'd take the kids and I'd take my coffee and I was amazed at what was available there. So many great um, learning activities and just fun creative imaginative play type activities and you know i i ended up realizing i had to take more and more bags each time because my kids just loved it would take us an hour to choose 20 or 30 books that we would then have for a for you know for the month and they voracious readers Um, and we always had the bookshelf in the lounge room which was our library bookshelf and then there's the (laughs) books bookshelf in the bedroom (laughs) so it just you know it was a real eye-opener for me to see the libraries in a different um in a different way i guess than than the common perception so it's great that there's that real feeling of innovation and a willingness to to try new things
1: yeah, definitely. I think that that's been a large part of what we do here and we really value that in our team as well. Um, maybe for your uh, listeners, we should actually share the format of Bricks and Bites and what it actually looks like. Because, yeah, please yeah. do. do you wanna-
2: yeah, so um, it started on Facebook, but we have extended through to YouTube and Instagram and all the social media. Um, but we, yeah, we stream on a live show, which is quite daunting sometimes. Um, where we talk about STEM, which like science and tech, and we, yeah, just connect with the community that way through Facebook and through the internet, which is a really cool way to still continue the programs that we have in the library, because we're all about the community really, and about supporting them and providing them with all the services that they can have basically. So it's been a really cool way to connect with people in a really easy, accessible way. Because most people have Facebook, most people know how to use social media already. Um, And so they can just log on and watch us muck around with some Lego (laughs) and (laughs) play with some educational apps and yeah, yeah, get some guests in to come and do a little bit of a segment where they talk about things that are happening in Adelaide or all over the world, really. We've had Lego House come talk to us from Denmark, which was awesome, so yeah
1: yeah yeah so each each episode is about 25 30 minutes long and we do a um we do this thing called a five minute frenzy and we get challenged to build something out of lego um in five minutes and we don't know what it is and it's always that's a lot of fun and we get a lot of feedback saying that's the that the kids like watching us struggling to build lego yeah um so that's good and then we get a special guest to come in and usually that guest is someone from Uh, the science community Um, so we've had everything from bugs and slugs to uh, people who've you know worked on rockets to people who are doing like marine biology and using drones in interesting ways Um, we do uh, a lego challenge so we really wanted to get the kids thinking about how they could use lego differently as well so we give them some different ideas about or different ways of building and different things they could build and then uh, we have an app of the week and that was really crucial because we wanted to um, show parents um, who were saying, you know, my my son's or my daughter's on um, the tablet all the time. They're just playing Minecraft. What I don't know what Minecraft is. What is this about? What are these games that they're playing? So what we want to do is show them that there are these really fun games which are also educational that you can access for free. So each week we, we feature one of those.
0: Fantastic. And how do you engage with the community? Like what's that feedback loop look like? Are most people watching live or do they watch recordings? Talk to me a bit about how you've built that community around what you're doing.
2: Yeah, well, we had a community already that were um, sending their kids to a lot of our programs, so we actually had a lot of families that we had seen a lot of, which was brilliant. Um, But we have a Facebook group that people can join and people just have discussions in there. We encourage all the kids to share builds if they build along with us and we share extra materials, extra resources, more information, especially about our guests. Um, and do a lot of it that way. We also um, have people commenting as we're live, and we have a chat with them live on the show, which is always a bit of fun. Um, yeah, that's basically the main way we do it is through Facebook
1: and the groups on there. Yeah. and, and post
0: COVID, sorry, post COVID. I, just, I, I, I think, think I was, was going to say the.
1: Oh, so post-COVID we are keeping the format as as it is at the moment just because we haven't returned back to those face-to-face programs. Um, we're, it's a gradual process for us at the libraries as we sort of work out, you know, what's manageable, what are the restrictions that we have to abide by as well. Um, so we've, we've kept the format um, just because we haven't had that face-to-face. But what's great is that we put some of the builds that we do in the show out in the library now so people can come and visit the library and we can we can talk to them about the show and say hey you know tune in uh, on mondays or whatever
2: yeah we've had a lot of kids come into the library and they see like the sign for bricks and bites somewhere and we have a good chat to them about how they can access it and get involved which is really cool
0: yeah. and have you had any of them come in and be a part of the show in the studio with you
1: Not yet. That might be something that we look forward to in the future, though. We've got a a, a episode planned where we might have a live audience. So, um, yeah, it's just it is just that gradual process of having face to face and making sure that we can do all the things like the physical distancing and making sure that the room is the right size. And you know, it's um, COVID's still a challenge for us. We'd love to be back to where we were, but you know, we'd, we'd make the most of what we can do
0: you'll have to maybe grow your space as your celebrity status increases. <laughs> Kids the keen to come and meet the hosts of the show
2: we have had a couple of kids come up to the glass door of the studio and have a peer in it, or the lego that's going on in there
0: so well yeah. it's such a um you know people who are lego fanatics it's such a big um you know I didn't realize there's the whole adult Lego community as well my six-year-old is very much into Lego and um you know from I don't know maybe 12 18 months she was building amazing amazing towers and thankfully she doesn't listen to this podcast so I can share that in two weeks for her birthday, Lego have now got a whole range of, you can build a jewellery box and you can yes. do bracelets. And so my six-year-old, who is almost seven, as she will tell you, will be very excited about her new Lego range of jewellery that's coming for her birthday. Um, but what are some of the lessons that you've learned with Bricks and Bites?
1: Oh, lots.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> lots.
2: We've learned a lot about tech, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. about
2: social media and using that to engage with people, um, and the ways where that's really positive, and ways to try and get more engagement as well. Trying to figure all that out, play yeah. around with it all can be challenging.
1: Yeah, and I think you know, just the whole process of doing this, I think you know, um, we do tend to wing it, and I think we we intentionally did it live because we also felt that. If we pre-recorded the episodes we would probably think too much about the quality but you know live we can just we, we just do it it's uh it's fun to get that engagement with people mm-hmm. you know the early episodes if you go back and watch them there are times when i was like we'll be talking for like two or three minutes and then yeah. we'll realize that i forgot to take us off mute and so all <laughs> the comments are suddenly like we can't hear you we can't hear you so <laughs> there was lots of um i'd say you know a, the, the learning curve was pretty steep but we had fun during it and you know, it was that mindset of, you know, we are trying something new. If it doesn't work straight away, if it's not perfect straight away, that's fine. It's, um, it, and you know, out of this we've, like Emma said, we've learned a lot about the tech, about social media, about engagement, um, and that's been really valuable. So, you know, that puts us in a good position for the future, you know, whether we do bricks and bytes in person or online, we've got a really good uh, skill set, and we've built some really good relationships with uh, external people as well through it.
2: And that's the thing. It's a kid's show as well. We don't have to take ourselves too seriously. (laughs) The kids love seeing you mess up and, yeah, make weird things with Lego that you didn't plan on making at all. So, yeah.
0: There are so many user-generated content opportunities too. So um, I imagine, you know, as the show grows too, that will will continue to evolve. But do you have kind of the hashtag that you encourage people to share and how do you structure that with people or how do you get people to share content so that you make sure you can engage with that as well?
1: Yeah, so we, the Facebook group is probably the the one that we use the most um, and it's where we started. I think, you know, as we, as we've been going on, we've been branching out into other platforms. So YouTube and Instagram are relatively new for us. So um, we don't have a hashtag as such, but we do encourage them to share on our group and on our Facebook page and where we can, we'll then share those photos in the episodes as well. So yeah, it's been good.
0: Fantastic. Are you getting fan mail yet? (laughs) Not just yet. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it. I can see your name in lights. I can see the fan mail. Um, what have been some of the unexpected outcomes from Bricks and bites? Um,
2: I think the amount of people in the community who talk to us about Bricks and bites. I've had a lot of people who I knew, like family, friends and things like that, who come out and say that their kids have been watching it on Channel 44, which is yeah. another thing that was a bit unexpected. Channel 4 approached. Channel 44 approached us and asked for us to do some episodes for them, which was really, really great um, and a really incredible way to reach the community um, yeah. and to be a part of the community as well, because it's a community channel, obviously, in Adelaide. So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and I think that that was probably the most unexpected thing, I think, mm-hmm. for us was um, being picked up in. Uh, broadcast on tv so now we're on live uh on monday afternoons but also wednesday afternoons in adelaide and also saturday mornings in adelaide on tv so that's been fantastic and yeah like emma said it's just reached a whole different audience so we've got people coming in saying oh yeah saw, i saw you on channel 44 i'm like okay (laughs) it's fantastic i mean and and you know as a community broadcasting station it's fantastic because um they've been going through a whole lot of other stuff as well. So it's been great being able to put our digital content on there.
0: Fantastic. Um, so as we start to wrap up, what's one thing, and maybe it's around libraries, but what's one thing you'd like people to do differently?
1: Yeah, I think just like what you were saying is just come and, and rediscover your library because um, I, look, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll, I'm the same. Like... Before I started working in libraries, you know, four or five years ago, I I probably didn't think about libraries much and just thought about books. But, yeah, we offer so much and um, not just books, but also just space for people to come and spend time in. We have a lot of parents who come in with their kids and they'll just let the kids play or let the kids read. Um... You know, to be honest, we have those tired parents and I've, I've been there. <laughs> just like, I just need somewhere to sit down where I can let you just go for a bit. And that, and that is fine as well. But we offer so many different um, programs and workshops and we offer, um, you know, JP services and public access to PCs and free Wi-Fi. You know, the library really is more of a community space versus, you know, somewhere where you just come and um, look at books. And um, we
2: won't shush your kids. We want them to play. We want them to learn and to read books and do yep. all of that. It's much more of a community space these days than a study space, which is brilliant. It's something that I didn't know until I started working at the library. Um, I'd also say to parents, get involved in the tech that your kids are using. Start playing with the Lego. Um, I didn't play with Lego much until I started getting into it at the libraries. And I was talking to my cousin the other day and she was saying she has no idea how to use Lego. I was like, just build, just make things, do what kids yeah. do. It's such a great resource. Ben's fully converted me <laughs> into a Lego fanatic. Yeah, It's a brilliant way for kids to learn and kids love playing with their parents and yep. getting involved, so yeah.
1: Yep. And 100% on, that, on getting parents into the tech that their kids are using and playing the games that their kids are playing because you, it's hard to um, understand what, The experience they're having unless you're in it and i know that means you know hey maybe you have to play minecraft a bit and that's fine and i think even if you can play with your kids as well um that's fantastic and just engage them in that and have conversations about their screen time and have conversations about um yeah the games that they play as well
0: my kids now have conversations with me about my screen time I will be on my phone and they will say, "Mom, it's time you turn that off and play with us. And I'm yeah. like, okay, thank you for the reminder. <laughs> um, so, yes, when our kids become our teachers. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember being in the library and shushing my kids at the beginning and this lovely lady came up to me, one of the staff came up to me and said, it's okay for them just to be kids here. And yes. it was just a really touching moment that, because, you know, I do spend a lot of time wondering the impact that my kids are having on other people. And she was just so loving and accepting and, you know, gentle about it. It was a really beautiful thing for her to say, (laughs) Uh, just to give them full permission to be kids. So for those of us that aren't in Adelaide, how do the rest of us tap into your show? How do people connect with you?
1: Yeah, so it's live on Facebook at 4pm Adelaide time. So if you're in the other states, it might be, say, 430 um, but if you miss a live episode, we do have the recordings on our YouTube channel. So you can just search for Bricks and Bytes on YouTube um, and you'll find our playlist in our channel there. It's probably the easiest way if you want to watch recordings. But, yeah, we'd love for you to join in live on Facebook. Um, and you can access that through the City of Marion Library's Facebook page. So even if you're not in the City of Marion, we'd love you to like and like, yeah, yeah. get involved on our page. It's fine. We share a lot of fun content on there as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Excellent. Is
1: there anything else you'd like to say as we wrap up? No, just a th- big thanks to yeah. uh, having us on the show. And, we, you know, we love to share what we do. And, um, you know, the technology has been a lot of fun and we've had, you know, some ups and downs with it. But it's been a great learning experience and we're always happy to share. So if, if your listeners or viewers have any questions, um, yeah, feel free to contact us through the Facebook page as well. That's, that's not a problem
0: fantastic well i think you know as we're all discovering the new normal whatever that looks like i think it's great knowing that you know it doesn't just have to be when we're in lockdown but whenever you need some time for the kids to be engaged in something this is a fabulous activity and a place obviously where they can learn and have fun at the same time so thank you so much for being here and and sharing your new venture with us all right, thanks, Kate, for thanks. Having us. Mm. Thank you for joining us on the Social Lights podcast produced by Social Mediology. You can connect with us on Facebook at Social Lights Podcast, and you can find today's show notes and more episodes at socialmediology.com.au forward slash social lights. Please subscribe in your favorite podcast platform to receive future episodes and share with your tribe to inspire others to action.